0: Welcome to Get In The Ring with DJ D. Coops and Beast Mike on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. It's getting the ring with DJ D Kooks and Beats Mike.
1: It is. It is a very, uh, well, we got the NFL is now kind of in the rearview mirror. I know we'll talk about that a little bit later. Obviously, the XFL coming up on Saturday. Oh, uh,
0: they were trying to shove
1: that down our fucking throats on Sunday. <laughs> you, uh, I mean, hey, Fox is going to be one of the networks broadcasting it. You got Fox, they, they got the, all the major networks. Except for NBC, are broadcasting the XFL. You got Fox, you got ESPN, you got um, you got CBS. They're going to be doing games uh, throughout the year, and they're all going to be on that. They're all going to be nationally televised. So you, you really, you it's literally. It's gonna suck. <clears throat> that's gonna be the problem. The level of talent in that league itself is probably not going to be very good, and it's probably going to be. It's it, it may get ugly. It may be ugly. Good luck to it. Let's see if it actually does better than the first time they did this. But the level of competition, I don't know. This this, this is probably not going to be all that great.
0: WWE quarter four calls tomorrow. Over-under on how many Vince McMahon-isms. Uh, how many times Vince McMahon refers to AEW tomorrow.
1: Well, usually the rule of thumb is, if you think you're the best at something, you don't mention second place. But, um, hmm. I don't think he mentions them. I think he's, I think he's going to try his hardest not to. Simply because of, of the, the, the rule of thumb I just said. You, you don't mention second place if you're the best. And I, I think, like, yeah, like, obviously he's probably looked at stuff that AEW's done. But I don't. I don't think he's going to actually mention them by name or mention them um like, take, like pot shots at. He may take a pot shot. At, I think it's as, as close as he's going to get. But I don't think he's going to truly mention them, honestly.
0: Right. But. I, I was just putting the over-under at one, but. <laughs> but. um. There's really not that much to talk about in wrestling this week. Jim Cornette is... I said I wasn't going to mention... God damn it! I wasn't going to mention his goddamn name! <laughs> <laughs> and I go right to Jim uh, Cornette. Yeah, he didn't say anything so you weren't, you weren't were going to mention that. Jim <laughs> you this really is the fuck you Jim it. Cornette section of the show. And, and that's the so first I, thing you... Come,
1: that's the... The first because you mentioned. you're
0: arguing uh, with David Meltzer who actually has raw analytical data when you just talk out of your ass, Jim Cornette. So shut the fuck up, Jim Cornette. This is all we're going to mention of it. Your Twitter beef. With your 30-year friend, you're going to end your friendship <laughs> with
1: AEW.
0: Fuck you, Jim Cornette.
1: Oh. Over some really Stupid stuff. Uh, it, it, it's it's sound. It's clickbait at this point to me. I think it, it's it's really clickbait to me. It's click it's clickbaity what uh, what Corbinet I think tried to do. I don't. It just seems unnecessary. So yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all we need to really mention here. We don't need to go any further with this. No, we don't.
0: But I had to mention it. Um, where do you want to begin? Do you want to begin with match of the year? Wait to the wrestling.
1: Yeah, let's do do MLT Watch. Yeah, let's go with
0: MLTY. Um, we were gonna do Grappled 100. Um, Grappled 100. Um, but we decided to shelve it last week. We went over it on our our call afterwards. Um, good list. Mm -hmm. I have eight eight of my top ten matches. I'm gonna reveal my ballot. Um, I voted. My name is listed in the introduction in sadness Village. I'm one of two Social Suplex comp- contributors that voted in the Match of the Year poll.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, me and Jeremy Donovan of Keeping It Strong Style voted in the Voice of Wrestling Match of the Year. rapping Social Suplex, very hard. Um. So I'm going to get my ballot. From my email and there's probably going to be some quotes from mine because i worked hard on um google forms so mike attempted this as well was a very out. good
1: list a uh, very diverse list um from uh, all over the world i'll send
0: you the uh
1: a lot of several people were mentioned
0: Oh, I'll okay. send you the links. I'll send you the tweet with
1: it. Several. Them. I, I had I have the the list that, like pulled up. Like I I got I got the list pulled up here. Do uh, you have the
0: introduction?
1: Yeah, grab the Grapple one hundred the Grapple One Hundred stuff.
0: Grapple One Hundred Best Matches of Twenty Nineteen. Um, this we're doing, doing Voices of Wrestling.
1: Oh, voices of wrestling. Okay, no, I had grapples list. I didn't see uh, voices of wrestling. Is um, identical to theirs, or is it? Um...
0: No, it's different. But
1: okay,
0: but they're up to fifty to twenty six. Um, we'll do top twenty five next week with Joe Gagné. Um, um, um. Let me send you the link to the uh. To the tweet with the, uh... I haven't seen the full list yet. So, I know it's not the same. Because they're...
1: I actually found it online, so let's see. Um, yeah. I actually found it online.
0: I I can send it to you real quickly. It's a Twitter link. And then you can click, click the links.
1: Yeah, Voices of Wrestling top one hundred. Okay, yeah. It was it was really it was basically the same thing I, I think and,
0: I and then it. click the introduction too because it, it, that has a bunch of matches on it as well. It's the really it's the top two hundred and it had two hundred and um ninety matches. Oh okay. um, from from sixty eight <laughs> promotions.
1: Mm. Okay, I got the intro up here. The 8th Annual Voices of Wrestling Match of the Year Poll. The brainchild of VOW, Rich... Craig Cratchy? Okay, just Cratch, okay. Uh, it started in 2012 with a modest four-person panel of myself, Joe Lanza, Rich... V.O.W.'s, then-PWG's reviewer Larry, and Billy Carpenter of Four Corners Radio. We selected the 10 best matches of the year, wrote short blurbs on why each match was selected, and combined the list to come up with a collaborative top 10. This produced a fine list of matches, but a, but a list that was the product of four voters who, for the most part, are very similar taste in wrestling. There was tons of crossover on the four lists, and while a impressive variety of five different promoters ultimately ended up being representative in our collaborative top 10, we were dealing with a tiny sample of size of voters who essentially watched and enjoyed the same pool of matches over the course of the year. The following year for 2013, I approached Rich about expanding upon his original idea of extending invites to dozens of other wrestling critics. Each year in the world of film, there are media slash critic polls rating, rating the top films of the year. And there was nothing like those critics polls that had ever existed for wrestling matches with that template in mind. We sent ballots to dozens of journalists, bloggers, radio hosts, podcasters, historians, reporters, and critics who we knew loved wrestling and had a reputation for a solid base of knowledge and strong opinions and quality endeavors that we could help expose our readers to in exchange for participating. We knew not everybody would respond, but we were quite pleased with who did, and we felt like the results did bear out the variety of matches and wrestling styles that we were seeking. 25 total voters responded by voting for over 90 matches and 23 different promotions. The group continued with the 2014 poll, and this kind of goes on like this. <clears throat> and they got, like, a full archive. So, yeah, VoicesOfWrestling.com, they got a full archive of all the matches of the year, a full archive of, of the poll. This year. Um, no, they, they got, like, archives of every match. That was yeah, called.
0: of the past. And right. then this year, more records were broken with 136 different voters voting for 290 different matches. Across a record-tying 68 promotions, as the pro grows, poll grows, so does the diversity of matches. Mm-hmm. So they list the uh, the uh, the uh, pollsters' names. I'll le- I'll let leave you a few notables here. Alan Porrell, um voted in this. Andrew Ratch. Music of the match: Andy Weber, Charlie Robinson from Voices of the Wrestling, answering the Tank guy Ozzy Craig, um, Case Lowe from Chris Tamsa um, um, from New Japan, um, Dave Musgrave from Slam, good friend of mine, um, Danny Kukler,
1: um, uh, the <laughs> Kooks is is on this list.
0: Yes, I am. Doug Fowler, Skeech from Reddit. Dylan Hales, Dylan Waco from independentwrestling.tv. We've had him on the show before. Um, Greg Park from PW Torch. Um, James E. from Post Wrestling. Um, pa- Joe Lanza, of course. Joe gagne we'll have him on next week. Um, John Carroll, Joel Abraham... Garrett Goldberg, Wrestling Bubble, um, Kelly Harris, um, Kevin Hare, um, Lee Malone from Voices of Wrestling, Liam Jones, um whole bunch of other names. Mm-hmm. Rich Crage, of course. Of course he voted in his own phone with Stephen Graham, PWL, right. Right. the Cubs fan, Lucha Blog, and right. WH Park from Post Wrestling. A whole bunch of most so how the voting works.
1: <clears throat> yes. Each voter was sent a ballot and asked to fill, asked to vote for the 10 best matches of the year, ranking them 1 through 10. We use the same weighted balloting system used by Major League Baseball for the most viable player voting. First place vote worth 14 points and descending 987 and so on from there. A system that places heavy emphasis on each voter's choice for best overall match of the year. The points for each match are totaled and with any ties broken in the following order. Number one, most total votes. Or number two, match which received the highest singular vote on any ballot. For example, if two matches are tied in total points, one match appearing on more total ballots, it will not require the second-step tiebreaker. The match appearing on the more total ballots would place higher. If two matches are tied in total points and remain tied appearing on the same number of ballots, the match with the highest singular uh, singular vote wins the tiebreaker. Each voter was also encouraged to add short blurbs explaining why they voted for each match. These blurbs give our panel a voice to explain why they voted for each match, and as we move deeper into the results, gives the reader multiple perspectives on why a given match was great. Our panel was free to vote on any worked match in the world that took place between January 1st of 2019 to all the way through the end of the year and the long-term goal was to become the most comprehensive and respected MLTY poll in all of wrestling while continuing to cross-promote the great ventures of our voter pool while exposing fans to matches that they otherwise never would have discovered. Please Please note that in cases of taped matches, some dates may reflect air dates, while others may reflect the day the match was taped. We'll begin today with a look at the honorable mentions dubbed Sadness Village, My current staff members, John Carroll, with a new chunk of matches released each day until we reveal the top ten on Friday, February 7th, with a sneak preview of the top ten to be released to our Patreon subscribers. See they got Patreon, they got a little Patreon deal here.
0: Yeah. So, Sadness Village, um, there's 200, 290 matches, so we're going to do some notables. Cody versus Darby Allen got one tenth place vote. hmm I'm looking that a, that here. That was like a draw. From the uh, from the uh, from the uh, fighter fest show. Right, right. There was a couple of new Japan matches that got one vote. The uh, Taichi versus Tomohiro Ishii match from G1, and the uh, Taiji Ishimori Dragon Lee and Bandito three way from MSG. Got one tenth place vote. In WWE, we, we, there was a lot of stuff.
1: So we got um the first one that, that I see I saw here was Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle from Takeover Brooklyn.
0: No, uh, I I I organized it by uh point by okay. no, one point, and the first one I saw was um by by lower points. So, the first one I saw was Akira Sazaar, Gentleman Gaggard, Humberto Zacarillo, Isaiah Scott, and Oni Orkin versus Anel Garza, Arya Debari, Drew Gurulak, Mike Canales, and Tony Nese. The town man tag from 205 Live.
1: Okay, uh, the, the, way I, the way I had it organized, I had to buy um, You got it at
0: three I, points.
1: I, 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 put it by, I, I had it by place. Okay. Yeah. So, you, you did it by overall points. I, I see what you did. Yeah. Okay. I still yeah, have the okay. place. Yeah, yeah, now I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, now I see what you're saying. Um. That was the highest honorable mention. That. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Like the like the the women's elimination chamber got a vote. Uh, which I thought was a good match. I thought it was a good Becky and Oscar from the Royal Rumble last year got a got a vote. And for... for some reason, some lunatic, <laughs> some <laughs> lunatic got the hell out They put the hell in a cell. Something, something Bray, on this list. They put the hell in a cell on this
0: list. We got some Gato move. Some voice. Joe Lanza. Joe Lanza is screaming in his house. Um, no Gato move. We got some several in New Japan. The Tetsuya and John Moxley match with at at one um vote. A ninth place vote, um, point seven percent of ballots. These are all, all, um, 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 matches that got one vote, mm-hmm. or either got or got three points, or got two votes in total, three points. Um huh,
1: Britain was that strongly made the list. That was a Britain good match. Riddle, Riddle and Strong and then Rhea Baszler when uh, Rhea won the title. Uh, Riddle and Strong take over 25. That was a good match.
0: AEW from Double or Nothing. Lucha Bros with Young Bucks. I think people have seen Lucha Bros and Young Bucks enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean,
1: granted, the ladder match was, was absolutely ridiculous. But this was, this is the one before the ladder match.
0: Yeah, Double or Nothing.
1: Yeah, it's Double or Nothing.
0: That match was amazing,
1: but yes,
0: Zack Sabre Jr. Tomohiro from the fourth.
1: Oh yeah, from the, um, all right, from the dome, right, right.
0: Reed Huberds and Isle Rose from an AEW TV. Amazing Red versus Will Osprey only got one vote. I'm surprised about that. I thought that would have got some more traction.
1: Maybe not enough people saw it. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, because it was on the Super J Cup stuff.
1: Yeah, probably not many it people saw got it. Got an eighth place I but... not um, why I didn't get the love. It, it probably you would think it an All Spray match with Amazing Redwood.
0: It was really good. I, I watched it. It was really good. Kenta versus Axe Jr. from G1, and then Velvetine Dream versus Matt Riddle, and then. There was a Kenny Omega Dragon Lee match from AAA, too, on the list as well. That I didn't like very much. Um. I only got a 10th place vote, but. And I'll tell you why I didn't like the ma- that, that particular match that much. Um. Oh, yeah, here it is. It was right on top. Kenny Omega dragging away. It was all the camera movement. Mm. Didn't I go on the show and bury that match? You
1: may, I know you've buried matches for too much camera movement or buried segments of, of camera movement before. Maybe not that one specifically. But I know you've done it. It before. might have
0: been Kenny's best match this year, but it was...
1: It was worn down. It was it wait. You weighed it down because the camera was just the yeah. camera movement was just too much.
0: The next one is four to seven points. I'll mm-hmm. see what is here. Kazuchika Okada versus Sonata from new from the anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Th- Three twenty four got two votes, an eighth high vote of eighth place. Jay White versus Will Ospreay. The at What's the 324 New Japan show? I forget which show. Because 36 was the anniversary show, and that's when White faced Osprey, and that was a really good match. And then, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch versus, versus Street Profits versus Forgotten Sons versus Undisputed Era.
1: That was a really good ladder match. Uh, I really did enjoy that. It made a four-way ladder match. That got
0: two ninth place votes.
1: Um, let's see, we got the we got the war game the men's war games of uh Chamba versus Undisputed Era. Ooh and that got, I thought that, that would be, do better. I did too. It, so it got a, the highest vote that it got was seven. Uh got two total votes, overall seven points. Um yeah, so it got one point five percent of the ballots.
0: Um pock Hangman Page got one seventh place vote. The Jericho Omega only got one seventh place vote.
1: I would argue that uh, I think the New Japan one was better than the one they did. Um, uh, AEW. Yeah, I, I thought the New Japan match was better, so I can understand why it didn't get the love that that some would expect. That's AJ Styles from Money in the Bank. I thought that would be a little bit. I, I did. I think it would make a top ten. Probably not, but I thought it. I thought it would get a little bit more love. Somebody
0: than placed at seventh, so mm. four points for it. Rated Seven Friday from Seth. the fifteenth of January. Jack on and uh, Adam Cole That's from eight a- ten. Not the. Uh,
1: That's that was the two out of three falls.
0: That was the TV match. Wait,
1: All- it was uh, Cole and. Gargano. Yeah, Cole Gargano. They didn't have a TV match. That that match was a takeover. That was take that was takeover Toronto.
0: John Johnny Gargano. That was, I don't
1: that know. Eight ten. SummerSlam was that. SummerSlam was early um, in August that year. So
0: oh year. yeah, it was the Toronto. That was two
1: That was, two out,
0: three, that was the two out of three falls. Yeah. We got that was uh, two out of three falls. One. They faced off oh, so many times this year that they faced yeah, off in twenty five.
1: The they may have been the three straight takeovers. The, the two of them.
0: They faced um, off in New York, Toronto, and. The Toronto one was so, the weakest one.
1: Toronto yeah, Toronto was the weakest. The one recall one Tur- Toronto the, was Toronto the
0: was the weakest one and it only got one place about it.
1: Right. No, the one in New York was easily the best of the three.
0: Even though Yeah, and that's gonna do well. That and, one's gonna do well.
1: Even though the Connecticut one was good. That was take over twenty five. But the but Toronto but uh, New York was easily the best of, of the three. So
0: there's a David Starr, Jordan Dab one from Progress.
1: Yep, that was the May sixth one.
0: Um, Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Andrade mm-hmm. from January fifteenth. That's the one that where everyone was raving about.
1: That was a that was an incredible one on SmackDown, where um where it not it got more. I think it would have got higher votes if we had a better finish. So I remember right. and Selena, Selena interfered in that one, which caused a DQ. But had that one had a clean finish, that one would have been like I think it would have been much higher on the list. I remember
0: this one watching it live Wide Room WrestleMania Week on Mao versus Henshiro Takagi. Um mm-hmm. it was a no DQ like weapon rumble match from D D T. It got one okay. six phase vote. Um really a fun match. It's nothing I would have voted match of the year, but still very fun. Um Jay Briscoe yeah. my Briscoe. Pete Dunn versus Joe Coffey got a vote. Pete Dunn versus Joe Coffey got a sixth place vote. Got a sixth place vote. Rock That's Strong a... versus Dijakovic versus Lee got a vote.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, that was a good triple threat. That was. I a... also got a sixth place vote. Um, the the and Coffey one was Takeover Blackpool one. Right. And the, the the Roddy the Roddy Lee Dijakovic that was a triple threat where Roddy w- retained his title. That's wrong.
0: When Brock Lesnar got a vote, fifth place vote.
1: That was the SummerSlam one, I believe. Yeah. Uh, of was SummerSlam.
0: The latter match from Ring of Honor's MSG show got a fifth place vote. Team Champa versus Undisputed Eric got two seventh place votes.
1: Mm-hmm. That was that was War Games. Uh, let's see,
0: Osprey Somebody, versus Fantasmo. Oh, a lot of shit got a one fourth place vote. Virginian mm-hmm. um, versus Kenta. Angel Garza
1: vs Leo Rush was hot. Uh, okay, Garza versus Leo Rush it was it was uh, that was the seventh place vote. That was a really good match. And Oscar and Kyrie Sanford vs Tegan Knox Dakota Kai. That was that was also entertaining. Um. So that's a list there, and then we got one more list of a uh, honorable mentions. Eight, percent, got... eight
0: to eleven
1: points. Eight to eleven. Uh, Eyo Survivor's Candice LeRae and uh, take over um take over Toronto. That was a real. That, that I think that was Candice. the uh, LeRae's coming out party. I really think that, that was her coming out party.
0: Aleister Black, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream versus G- Cole Gargano and Champa.
1: That was the highlight. That was the halftime heat match.
0: Yeah, two really,
1: really two, good eight
0: points, two ballots. The high vote was fifth place.
1: Uh, Sasha versus Becky from Hell in a Cell, which I thought would do higher than this.
0: Bandito versus Will Ospreay from WrestleCon. That's interesting. If more people saw that match, they it, it would have done better. If it was on a less loaded weekend, it would have mm. done better.
1: Okada versus Jay White from Russell Kingdom. Uh last year. That got a Wow. Place. Yeah, that got a, that didn't make it. That got a fifth vote. Chamber. Spot.
0: One third.
1: Oh, wow. Like I'm a surprised that Ms. Chamber didn't make the uh, the top one hundred.
0: One third place vote.
1: Yeah, I'm a little surprised and the Match Chamber was really good last year. I'm a little surprised it didn't make the list. It didn't make the top one hundred. I'm a little surprised by that. There's there's a
0: couple of votes with one second place vote. The Dragon mm-hmm. Leaf versus Taichi Shimori match from Best of the Super Juniors. Pac versus Michael Oku. Um is there anything with one number one vote? No.
1: So ever, okay so, yep, men's chamber twenty nineteen. Yep, I got a third. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them were the thirds, but yeah, it's just uh it's
0: just now let's get, get, get to uh, one 76.
1: Oh no, there's a yep, match of the year, two sixty to one oh two. Bunch of one oh twos. The most notables here. Okada versus oh no, I already already we already got past that. Got past what that. was your
0: most shocking match?
1: Match chamber make, that didn't make the, the that didn't
0: make the top 100. Probably Okada White for me.
1: That it didn't make the top 100? Yeah, that's probably uh, like Okada White was one that was that was surprising. Didn't make it. Um, I thought the I thought the Men's Chamber would make it. I thought the I thought Becky versus Sasha in Hell in a Cell. I thought that would make the top 100. I little surprised I didn't make it.
0: through 176.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm surprised that that one didn't make the, the top 100. I thought the Hmm. Well, that, yeah, that's prob- that's my biggest surprise probably. 100
0: through 76.
1: And now let's get yeah, now 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 those that actually made the list. Well, let's see. And
0: I'll give you the other two links. For right well, now.
1: Doing- we're going to go match number 100, Suji Ishikawa and Suwama. No,
0: there's two. There's two 100s. Oh, there's,
1: there's two. Yeah, there's, there is two. There is two. So we got a tie for 100. Ariza Hoski and, Hoshiki. Hoshiki, and versus Hazuki. And that's in stardom from July 24th.
0: And we'll do the top 25 next week. Mm-hmm. Because it won't be released until next week.
1: Until Friday.
0: Until Friday, so... So,
1: this match got 12 overall points. It got three total votes, and the highest vote was fifth.
0: That's impressive. Any comments on it?
1: To be fair, this is a match I really didn't see, so I can't really... No, I mean...
0: I mean, any comments... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah about... there are comments
1: on it. Okay, this is from Dylan Fox. All that needs to be said... The best near fall of the year in La Hussus- stroll Must watch for that alone. The crowd was absolutely nuts, and true hatred was shown between two unexpected enemies. Hoskigi was great yet again, and Hazuki was very missed at the start of 2019. Can't wait to see what happens next in both of their careers. Dylan Fox. Um, number 100, tied for
0: 100. Sometimes they're on tiebreakers. 12. Tsuji Ishikawa and Suwama versus Yuji Yokobayashi and Daisuke Sakimoto. 319 All Japan Pro Wrestling. 12 overall points. 3 total votes. 5th place. Sean BJ and Pylon Giant have an awesome match in January. And two months later, this rematch was even better. They took everything great. About their first encounter and went a whole number level. This was a clash of, of the strength and power. and Taking everyone to its limits. Ichikawa and Okabayashi had tremendous exchanges. And if you want to see four guys destroying each other, this is your match. Jin Malkovar. Ooh, number 99. We don't have to read comments for everyone.
1: Yes. So yeah, let's okay. just rip through a lot. Let's just rip through a lot of these. Uh, Caveman Ugg versus Jack Bonza. This is from October 19, in PWA Australia. They got 12 overall uh, points, three total votes, and the highest rating was fifth. Oh, versus... this was
0: Kushida's go away match. I
1: watched. Okay. This is the match he left. Well, before he came to NXT. All right, word.
0: This, this was really good. Mm. This was really fucking good. That that fuck you slapped at Tanahashi, because
1: <laughs> she is like fuck you, and I'm like holy fuck. I didn't think it was like that, but he, he fought a roshi Tanahashi versus, and <clears throat> just like ninety nine, it got the same amount of uh, points, votes, and highest uh, rating, and highest vote. <clears throat>
0: Number 97. Daniel I got Versus Jonathan Gresham. 3-2-1 battle. Um, 12 overall points. 3 total votes. Highest point. Highest versus second. An indie dream man that is worth every bit of the hype it has received.
1: Andy mm-hmm. bear. Number 96. <laughs> In- Invisible Man versus Invisible Sting. 12 overall points, 4 total votes, the highest vote was second, and D. Coops is laughing hysterically.
0: This match is available for free online.
1: I'll um, try to find it, because just the, the names alone uh, make this kind of funny. And
0: it's invisible.
1: Invisible. The referee though.
0: has glasses. It's comedy. Um, It makes... Works legitimately in a pro wrestling sense. It has to be <laughs> seen to be believed.
1: Okay. And the. the um. I'll the,
0: send you a link to this match.
1: The description is by Shane Doyle. A love letter to the pro wrestling referees. A love letter to the live wrestling audience. A love letter to the pro wrestling storytelling. This is more than the best comedy match of all time. A hill I will happily die on. What's so great about it is that it wholly works in a legit pro-wrestling sense. There's no rules being broken. There's no wrestler breaking character or K-Fable being stomped. There's nothing to anger the Corvette crew, although they still got mad about online about it. It's just a ref and the production team putting on a show with a yes. cameo from K- Kitsutara. Like the Hollywood like the Hollywood Globetrotters are, in, are a halftime show. Wonderful professional wrestling.
0: That's what I loved about it. It's just everybody putting on a frickin' show, and you'll watch it after.
1: Yes, I will. Gi- Giula, <clears throat> Giula versus Hannah Kumara, uh, Christmas Eve, Stardom. It got a 13 overall points, two total votes, and its highest vote was second.
0: That's impressive for a match that happened on Christmas Eve. You're not kidding. Walter versus Ray Phoenix.
1: You have a, you have a feeling that Walter's going to be mentioned a lot on this list. Oh. Ray, Ray well. Phoenix probably will get his, his share of love as well. 13 overall points, three total votes, and the highest vote was spent.
0: Ninety-three, Jake Lee and Naoya Naoya Nomura versus Kendo Miyahara and Yumeo Yagi from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Thirteen points, three votes. Um, fifth. Oh, shit. Ninety-two from Bloodsport. Masashi Takeda versus John Gresham from Bloodsport. This was awesome.
1: Um, thirteen
0: overall first, overall votes, three uh total votes, and the highest rating was
1: third. This was a fucking sprint.
0: Man. Mm. That that was that was great. That was great. That was a great match. Um, ninety-one. Katsushika Okada Hiroshi in a year where Katsushika Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi finish ninety-first.
1: Let's, let's let that breathe for a second. These are two of the what ten best wrestlers of the decade, and they had a match that finished 91st on this list. That is that is actually amazing to think about. The highest vote is this one got this was um from the from the uh what do I think? This is from G1, I would believe.
0: Yeah,
1: this, is G1. this uh got thirteen overall points, three total votes, and its highest overall Rating was second. Osprey versus Bandito. Well, is a guy oh, we're going to hear a lot from on this list. Best for Super Juniors for May 23rd. Uh, got a Highest vote was third. Total votes were four. Overall points, 13.
0: And then we have some first place votes.
1: Oh, we got a first place vote. Yeah, we did.
0: 85. Um, Brett Ison versus Alley Cat. From SUP, that's Southern Underground Pro Wrestling. Um, one first place vote, 14 overall points. Momo Watanabe versus Tom Nakano. Stardom, 14 points, one vote, one first place vote. And Mio Mon- Momono versus Takumi Iharda From Marvelous, 14 points, one vote. One first
1: place vote. You Star Jr. versus Valente and, and Valente versus Fugas and Mystico from CMLL. October 18th, It got a first place vote. That was its lone vote in this uh, on this countdown. Darby it's Allen John Moxley. Allen versus Mox. They got a first place vote. Also tied for at 85. It kind of first place. Was, this was a good match with Darby Allen. This was a really
0: very good match.
1: It really was. First, our first WWE match on the list: Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. And this was actually a very good match. I, I really did enjoy this match and the story it told about uh, Brock's diverticulitis. I don't think we'll Finn be seeing
0: WWE Finn all like that much. It Maybe. doesn't
1: look like it. We're, I, I'm over or under five matches on this list that are WWE. I'm
0: going under main rock. For main roster WWE, under. I think we're... For main roster,
1: absolutely under. For main roster... roster? Yeah. For main roster, Kofi Bryant's going to make the list, obviously. But other than that one, is there another main roster WWE that's going to make it? Other than Kofi Bryant.
0: And this Mm -hmm. one.
1: And this one here. Other than these two. I don't know. I, I don't know. The rest of them, I think, are NXT. Yeah. So,
0: Karoki Tom Big Tom Ishii.
1: Godot versus Ishii. This was a, a... His highest vote was second. Two overall uh, uh, votes and 15 overall points. Ketimi Ahara versus Jake Lee. on April 29. His highest vote was seventh, but got 15 overall points four total votes. Omega and Riho and... Rihou, Versus uh Antonio Hanna and Miu Yashimada yeah, Yamashita. This is from DDT on November third. They got a first place vote and got two overall votes overall for sixteen points. Of Laredo Kid, Arias, Black Torres, were at eighty by the way. Uh, KTB Gringo Loco. All these people were involved in this match from B L P and G C W. Uh, sixteen overall points three total votes, and his highest rating was fourth. I made the list. We've got...
0: Jay White versus Okada from MSJ.
1: Mm-hmm. From the MSG show, 16 overall points, uh, three total votes, and his highest rating was third. Walton versus David Starr. Now, this was not the match that you suggested last week. Oh no, that, that, that was that was Devlin. It was Walter and Devlin. But uh, but you you this is Walter and David Starr who? I think they alluded to it in the match that uh David Starr couldn't beat Walter.
0: Right, right, right. So, and so it's talk, talk refers to this feud.
1: Mm. It it definitely did refer to this feud a few times. But this this is at 78. 17, 3, and fourth. We're, we're, it's numbers. What did you
0: think of that match? last week though.
1: Oh, it was dope. No, that match was dope. And it really showed Devlin could be a face if he really has to be. Uh, I, I love the crowd in the match. I love how the imposing big bad villain that Walter is. I love how he plays that character so well. Uh, I think that was a really well done match. I like how a lot of the uh, roster came together to make sure Walter couldn't run in the end. I, I thought that was awesome. So I think it played, it played really well. I, I was a big fan of that match. That was really entertaining.
0: Akito versus Asuka. And this is not the Asuka from WWE. This is a one light tube death match.
1: Huh, okay. 17, 4, and 4th are its three numbers of overall points, total votes, and highest vote. Uh, here. Big Mammy versus Lady Maravilla from AAA. This is from 10 Days Before Christmas. Uh, so we're talking 17, 6, and 6 are its numbers. And that I believe is what finished. Yeah, that's what finished this part of the deal. That's that's what got us to set. That's what got us do the first part of this uh, countdown.
0: Seventy-five. Joey Janela versus Chris Statlander, six twelve Beyond Wrestling. Um, 5 votes, fifth overall place. I'm shocked that this is only on four ballots.
1: I'm a little shocked. This is kind of this is lower than I thought it would be. This next one.
0: Well, Osprey versus Ibushi in the (laughs) dome. Nineteen points. This is why. (laughs) This is four Four. point four votes. Highs Road, 4th place. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> nice I didn't even go. <laughs> nice. Momowatsunabe oh, vs. Kota well, It was shocking Kaki. that it was in, it was in the middle. Hayeshita. 19. This got the same amount of points as Momowatsunabe vs. Kota Bushi. Just a point in the Oh, shit! Yes!
1: Yes, Masashi Takeda versus Jimmy. Washington. All right, all right. <laughs> so, so, so tell them why tell me why you spazz tell why you, you spazzing spaz right now. Tell them why you spazz it right now.
0: Because this was a nine minute death match of crazy shit. It had scissors, okay. light tubes, knives, and weed whackers, and it was it was glorious. But well, we using weed whackers in matches now. Um. Wife Peter used a weed whacker in the match in two thousand two. We got to see all the greatest hits. Mm. Boomer Hatfield versus Dasher Hatfield from Shakara. Twenty points, two votes, one first place vote.
1: It fought over the family mask. It's like that. Wow. Father versus son for the rights of the family mask. That is that is wild right there.
0: Don't hey. try to make sense with Chikar story storylines with me. Um
1: I won't, but it, I that's the fact that that's like that's the billing of of this whole deal. Yeah. That that right there is surprising. Um let's see, set we're at seventy now. Dominic Garini and Joshua versus Joshua Bishop. This was April 4th. Uh twenty Three and second. Dylan James versus Yuji Okobayashi. This is 69 on April 20. Oh, you're not going to like this one. But <laughs> uh, 24 and fourth. Walter versus Dunn. Wow, this is a bit low. This is lower than I expected uh, from NXT. Uh, this was TakeOver in New York. Is this my uh, is this my first one done. This is my first one done. Yeah, I think this is the first one with. um. Uh, this is definitely the first one they had together, Walter versus Pete.
0: No, no, I had Tyler Bait-Walter. I'm good.
1: Yeah, Bait- Bait-Walter was... Um, yeah, Bait-Walter I had was Okada better. Sinatra from
0: G1. Mm-hmm. My ballot. My ballot. I forgot to say my ballot. Um, yes. Ta- Okada Sinana from G1. Tyler Bate walter from... From... Diego Ricardo. Yeah. Jordan Devlin from... Wa- walter from... Fifth year anniversary. Ott Okada Osprey from Corken Hall. Takagi Os Naito from from Korken Hall. Shingo Takagi versus Tomohiro Ishii from G One. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, um New York. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenny Omega the Dome. Kago Takagi vs. Will Asprey. Um, that's super is Jordan Devlin vs. Devlin Star.
1: And, and Devlin Star was your number one. Yes. Um, let's see, yeah. So let's see. That was that one. Uh, Walter vs. Pete Dunne. I was
0: really close to for Walter versus Pete
1: Dunne. Really close. That was an excellent match. It really was. Uh, Shoko Nakajima versus Yuki Takazaki. This was from November 3rd, DDT. It got a first place vote and two overall votes, 21 points. <clears throat> Danny Macabed versus Timothy Thasher in a 3-2-1 battle on July 12th, 22-3 and third were its numbers. T Hawk versus Suji Kondo on May 3rd, Russell won 23-2 and it did get a first place vote. This match I liked a lot too. Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard
0: from Impact. Yeah, Bonner. I like this
1: match. I like this, this was July seventh, twenty three, three, uh, three and second. I like this match. This was this was entertaining and the story leading up to it was also very good. So I'm happy this got love. I'm happy this got the love it, that it did.
0: Um, Ishikawa and Suwama. There's a Daiske and Yuji Yoko from Big Japan. Holy fuck, you're not gonna like this one.
1: Oh Would it have gone in my top ten? Probably not, but I did love this match. Gargano, Ricochet Shave, and Takeover Phoenix. This was it, this is highly entertaining. Uh between these two. A little 20. different to see Gargano as a healed. I think he played that character very well. And he, they kind of implemented some stuff that um, from the Chomper rivalry. That I thought was a very nice touch. To so Gargano winning his first singles title in NXT. Hotly really
0: versus Robinson from oh. this junior final.
1: Mm.
0: I won one first place vote, four votes, 24 points.
1: Women's War Games uh, that's, is at 60, 25, 6th, six, and 4th. A lot of stuff happened here. I think all of it made sense. And I, I, I loved it. You basically got two storylines out of it. of uh, The two Australians, or the two um, New Zealanders, of uh, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, And then you got the, the, which I thought was great. And you got the story of, of the Rhea Ripley and Shayna stuff that was going on that was really good. And, like, everybody kind of, everyone showed out and balled out during this match. I loved, I loved all this. I, this was highly entertaining from start to finish.
0: I, I, Rita Hoshiki versus Jungle Kiona.
1: This is from Stardom. It got a first place vote. Uh, 26 overall points and 5 total votes.
0: El Barbaro Cappanario versus Titán. It was
1: February 22nd. Uh, 27-4 and it did get a first place vote. Naito vs. Ibushi.
0: Oh, oh the New Japan Cup. <laughs> my birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where they dropped each other on their necks gloriously for my day of birth. <laughs>
1: 27, 6, and 4th are the numbers for Naito vs. Ibushi. Austin vs. Akin. This match is awesome. On March 30. 27, 6, Oh, I love this match. You talking about this one? You talking about Pac versus Caron Noir? Both. Ospreay 8Kid
0: is so good. I'll send you the link to that one.
1: Okay. So Osprey yet again, uh, getting
0: it in. Osprey versus kid is so good, and then both are f- up for free on YouTube.
1: Mm. Pac versus Karen Noir on Riptide. Uh We're talking. That and,
0: match is so good.
1: Uh, July fifth. Twenty-seven Holy seconds. Crap.
0: That match, Pac, that was close to making my list. Mm. Um, if if I have if my list had fifteen spots,
1: which teams some matches that would make that list.
0: Yeah, Pac versus Karen Noir would definitely, definitely Jeez. would, definitely would make
1: my list. Next up, we got Shihiro Hashimoto versus Sabri. This is uh, Sendai Girls on June 8th, 29, 7, and 3. Momo Watanabe versus Jungle Kiona on March 3rd at Stardom, 29, 8, and 2nd. Shingo Tagage versus Oh, I love
0: this match. Yeah.
1: Shingo was so good last year. Shingo had an incredible year. A lot of good stuff there. May 13th. Uh, 36 and tied vote was fifth. Okada versus Ishii. This match was, was, was good. 36 and second. Uh, This is number 51. And that's how this part ends. Number part 50. 51. So now we're going oh, to the top. Oh, this match. was good. Daisuke Sakimoto
0: to- and Walter versus Yuji Hino and Yuji Okabayashi. 31,
1: six and third. Uh, uh, this was pretty eight. good. David this Stoddard was like. David Martinez. Mmm. All right. 31 six, uh, 7 and second. Interesting. Interesting. 48.
0: Hento Miyahara versus Naoya Nomura. One first place vote. 4 32.
1: 32 overall points. Yep, yep. Let's see here. We've got. Ben K versus Misaki Moshizuki. This is Dragon Gate, thirty-two yeah. six, 32, five, and second was his highest vote. Hanson versus Ricochet and Black. This was dope. Uh, this is from Takeover New York. This this actually kicked off Takeover New York's uh, main show. Thirty-seven seven and second. This was a really really good match. Highly, yeah, I can I can agree with this uh, this first statement here by a novelist. Uh, and most underrated match of the year. This was this was really really good, and this was. Probably the best, it was definitely the best takeover to me last year. Uh, was takeover in New York. I thought this, uh, this was a really good takeover from start to finish. So I, I can completely understand the, uh, the sentiment here. Jericho versus Naito uh, in the dome. This was probably my favorite match of last year's Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yeah. this was this was a very good match from start to finish. Slightly over to me, Okada J. White, I thought was second. I really did enjoy that. Okada J. White because the story surrounding the Rainmaker and how Okada couldn't hit it. But this match was really good. And I, I love how Jericho played out this is the start of Jericho's incredible year, and Naito who killed it, as kind of the guy kind of defending New Japan's honor in, in a sense. So I, I this was this was fun.
0: Forty four. Well Osprey.
1: Osprey versus Robbie Eagles. Uh thirty nine votes. first. Forty
0: three is the first star hmm. one. From OJJ. Not, not the one from October. That's going to be not, not the class, way. But we
1: don't see that. That's probably next week. We're going to see that next week. But um, but yeah, Star and Devlin. This is Star Devlin 1. 39-10 uh, and third. third. Uh, where it's numbers. Uh, Ariza. Oshigi. Versus, versus 10. 10 I can't that's, uh, that's June 16th. Mike.
0: Mike, the the Joshi universe is going to be, like, strangling your
1: name. <laughs> <laughs> like, Arisa Hoshiki! <laughs> Rita Hoshiki. Oh, these are, these are names that are new. Uh, well, I must admit, these are names that are new to me. So, um, so I'll try to pronounce them as I, best I, I can.
0: Mike does not watch Stardom, my friend. I,
1: I I did not get into Star. I am not into Stardom yet. I have not go. got into Stardom. I, ha- I, I haven't watched my first share of Stardom yet. I know mm-hmm.
0: some of my social black boys are trying to get me into it. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I will
1: oblige. Let's see. Um, next up, we got uh, at 40, Kota Obushi versus Will spray Delighted We through, skipped one. Harashim versus. Was, uh, yeah, that's right. Harashima versus uh, Kanesuke Takashita on the December 3rd. At yeah, 42 5, and it got the first place vote. That's 41. Now we get to 40, of Obushi Offspray. This is. We saw spray from the uh, from G1. G1. <laughs>
0: 43,
1: 10, and third was his highest his highest uh, vote.
0: Boyzanka voted in this as well. A reliable. Rocky
1: Romero, Rocky Romero was El Fantasma. This is 39th from New Japan. May 24th. 44, 8, and it got a first place vote.
0: Oh, the Shingo Dragon Lee from Best of the Super Juniors. Holy fuck, mm. that man.
1: This is thirty eighth, forty four nine, and they got a first place vote.
0: Saray versus Mako Satomura. They uh, get a first place vote, forty five
1: eight, and they got a first place uh, vote here. Walter versus David Starr. This is the tw- on the June twenty third, forty four eleven, and they got a third place vote.
0: Did I vote that one?
1: I mean, you just revealed. Uh, I market. voted
0: Walter Devlin, not Yeah, Walters. you voted
1: Walter Devlin. Night over Ibushi. Ibushi. Night over Ibushi. This is from uh, April 6th. MSJ. Weekend. And 4810, um, and it did get a first place vote. Metallico versus Virus. May 31st, CMLL. Virus. Hmm?
0: Virus is how he says it.
1: Oh, virus. Okay. Uh, fifty-one eight and second. Oh, number... this
0: one's good. Yuki Ishikawa versus versus Timothy Thatcher, who just got signed
1: to WWE, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, him and uh, Killer Cross. I saw. I saw that they were both uh, two major signees. Uh, to WWE, I saw that yesterday. So they're gonna be in the PC for uh for a minute. Uh, I I did I did see that. Uh, fifty-three. 7 and 2nd, where it's two, uh, it's, it's uh, numbers for number 30. I love
0: 32. Black Taurus, Laredo Kid, Puma King, versus Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Hoarders. It's just luchadors doing crazy shit. Okay. <laughs> PWG, the best place to do crazy
1: shit at. Alright. And they
0: threw money in the ring afterwards. <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> he basically just shut up and take our money. Nice, I like it. Job, up
0: and uh, we'll take your money. <laughs> <laughs> we down coins uh, on the game. 50,
1: Fifty-three-nine in the first place vote for this match. Laredo Kid versus L Yo Del
0: Vecino. Yes, Viquino. this match was fucking good.
1: June 9th. Uh, we're looking at fifty-five-nine in the first place vote. It's at thirty-one. Now we're in the top. We're in the top thirty. Abushi Okada. Uh, from the finals of the, uh, the, the what, A block final, I think it was. It was one of the block finals from, from G1. A
0: block final.
1: It was A block, yeah. Uh, 59 10. Yes, Jay White won block B. Uh, 59 10 in the first place vote.
0: Oh, my heart's broken. I just walked ahead.
1: Okada versus Minoru Suzuki on August 31st. Uh, we're talking 60, 13, and they got a first place vote. That's 29. Nino versus Abushi on June 9th. Oh, June 9th show must have been dope. Uh, let's see here. 62. That's Dominion. Oh, Dominion. Okay, sixty-two nine in the first place vote. Uh, that's number twenty-eight. Twenty-seven. Ooh, wow. Okay, uh, that's Devon. It's Devon Walter from March sixteenth. That's not the one you were talking I, about. Was I just like, saw two straight over my badges. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no. The, the Devon Walter. I thought that was later in the year.
0: No, Devon Walter is three sixteen.
1: Oh, oh, okay. That was the date. Oh, oh, wow. Highest vote was yeah. second, which is which is you. No, the no, mine was eighth. Oh, yours was eighth. Oh, okay, okay, that's not yours. Yeah, that's not you. Uh, but yeah, but it, it's it made your top ten, and I did. And again, I did watch this match last week. I I did enjoy it. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Love the action in it. Love the drama. Love the love the crowd. How hyped the crowd was. I love the commentators. The commentators were awesome. I love the commentators here and, and the match as well. And, like, and I mean,
0: the. I and then, double in my is. heart, Okada Sonata, from G1, my 10th match.
1: That's 26th. Yeah, okay. So, I have, I have I have, eight
0: matches going into the top 25.
1: Yep, you have eight matches. Technically, so probably- I have
0: all my matches in the top 30. Hmm.
1: All my matches in the top 30, bro, but your, your top eight will probably make the top 25. So there you go. So that's your look at what matches, basically 260. My top seven is all in the top 25. <clears throat> basically from 260 to 26. That's effectively what we just did is um, look up all these matches here and look up how they were. So that's what your that's what your top matches of the year have been so far for 2019. Yes. But I guess to get take it back to, to bring it up to 2020. Probably should go over some stuff that happened here. Uh, let's see. The last thing we really didn't do was SmackDown. The, the, the previous SmackDown had happened. Oh, God. As SmackDown tries to uh, put pieces together after the Royal Rumble. Uh, the first segment was Roman Reigns and the Usos. Uh, they were going to have a six-man tag with K- uh, Corbin and his courts. Roman Reigns, Reigns decided to raise the stakes. Well, the person who got involved got pinned or was made to submit has to eat dog food. Obviously, that's what started this whole thing, of Reigns, uh, getting dog food shoved all over him. This segment was kind of bad. Uh, let's see here. Heavy Machinery versus Revival versus Miz and Morrison versus the Lucha House Party. This was a fatal four-way match for the uh, tag title, the one contendership for New Day's tag titles. And as needed, Miz and Morrison got the job done. This was a solid match, but it was Miz and Morrison getting it done um, and getting the pin uh, with Starship uh, Crossing Finale and Starship, Starship Pain by Mrs. Morrison. So they are the number one contenders for the tag titles. I'd imagine the shot is going to come in Elimination Chamber against the New Day. We're going to get Dirt Sheet on Friday. <laughs> I'm here for this. We're, we're gonna get a, a all Dirt here Dirt Sheet is going to be great. So that that is awesome. Um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Alexa and Nikki. Uh, Bliss and Cross with the win. Uh, beating Fire and Desire. But the main story from this, uh, from the night for the between Fire and Desire was that Mandy Rose is going to go on a date with uh Shut with up Otis.
0: Alexa. The, shut okay.
1: up. Oh right. That's right. He's got one of those. But uh, but yeah, it's um Loma, Loma's Bliss and Nikki get the win, but it's gonna be Mandy Rose going on a date with Otis for Valentine's Day. So that that's actually that storyline continued. Uh, Nakamura versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship. It worked out as probably as much as people would expect. Sami Zayn and Cesaro did their best to try to save the title for Shinsuke, but ultimately the strength and power of Braun Strowman was just way too much. Strowman wins the match. Strowman becomes the new Intercontinental Champion. Finally, Strowman gets a singles title in WWE. So we'll see what Braun can do with the IC title. Good luck trying Braun. to beat him. Sheamus versus Shorty G, they ran it back to the Royal Rumble. This match was actually good, too. I will say, these, these are two pretty good matches between these two guys. I want to see, obviously, the, the Sheamus fight better competition. Not that Shorty G is bad, but Sheamus is obviously going to try to figure his way, I'm sure, into better competition and better stuff. I'd like to see him versus Strowman. I think that would actually be a pretty entertaining one, uh, feud. But Sheamus gets it done with a broke to the dome, beating Chad Gable, and, gets, and continuing his way, on his way back. Let's see here. We've got uh, Naomi interrupting Bailey as Bailey beats uh, Lacey Evans and is moving onward and upward to the next thing. I don't know what that helmet thing was on Naomi's head, but it was, but it was, it was very interesting. And it seems obvious it's gonna be Naomi's going to go after her, the SmackDown Women's Championship and try to win it for a third time. Naomi versus Naomi should be good, though. So I'm here for this. And now we get to the main event. Uh, Reigns and the Usos, a.k.a. the Bloodline, versus Corbin in his court. Ultimately, it was Reigns getting the pin. This, this match was okay. Nothing special. Kind of a, a, a little bit lesser version of the match that happened the previous week. But it was Reigns uh, getting the pin over Corbin on a small pack, on a roll-up. Corbin was, was handcuffed and forced to eat dog food as Usos uh, posed for trolling pictures. So that was really SmackDown. Show was okay. Nothing really special. Goldberg's apparently going to be on the show this week. I don't know what he's doing. But Goldberg's apparently going to be on the show this week.
0: Saudi Arabia.
1: <laughs> That's clearly what I think Goldberg is trying to redeem himself for that garbage that was last last year at Blood Money 3. Let's take Japan it to Raw. had
0: two shows over the weekend. New oh, Beginning in oh, Sapporo. Fun. Night one. Okay. Two matches to go over here. Kazuchika Okada and Jon Moxley te- teamed for the first time ever. Mm. To take on Tai Chi and uh John Moxley. Tai Chi and Suzuki beat Okada and Moxley as Suzuki takes the gotch power driver to John Moxley. Mm. Um this was pretty good.
1: Here's so like know what, Suzuki versus Mox for, for the US
0: for yeah, for the uh, US title for the okay. uh For the uh, new beginning in Osaka next weekend. Mm. The ninth. Okay. Evil and Big Tomishi. They just beat the shit out of each other. Lariats, headbugs, bombs. They just beat the shit out of each other. Four and a half star match. Stuff
1: you would expect from those two.
0: Tremendous (laughs) pacing in the airfall. Hard hitting. Just big... Tomishi being big Tomishi beats Evil in twenty one fifteen. Hiroki Goto versus Shingo. Shingo wins. Um Last of the Dragon pins Goto and Shingo is the never open weight champion. Mmm, we
1: should be good with that belt. That's gonna be nice.
0: We want a fucking Shingo Big Tom Never Open Weight Championship. Feud.
1: That would actually be good. That would actually be very good.
0: Um again, these two big brooding monsters beat mm-hmm. the living shit out of each other. Gloriously. And it was a beautiful war of hosses. Just simple. Bombs, lariats, chops. that's and even is optional. So Yep. That's that. And then new beginning in those- Sapporo, night 2. So, your two favorite wrestlers Zach Sabre Jr. and Will Ospreay. Mhm. When you as one, as one... hear when you hear, so when you hear when you hear that, <dizzy parts> that music. Elevated! Make oh, me do this guy. Whoa, you know you're in for an excellent match. Mm-hmm. Everybody. That's my
1: favorite combination of wrestlers in wrestling today. Is Osprey versus uh, that's my favorite one on one. Is Osprey versus uh, Saber definitely is my favorite one on one.
0: And they fucking delivered because Saber fucking beat him. Um, Osprey tries to hit a shooting star, hits a shooting star. Short Stormbreaker is countered again. Sa- Saber gets the cover twist. Counters Osprey counters like in G1, but but Saber has the cover twist in for too long, and Osprey passes out. Twenty eight minutes of gloriousness. So it was it was beautiful wrestling. And then, Okada Taichi. Taichi. Was uh, their match. Um, they tried to sell Taichi as Okada's equal. And they forced the narrative. But but it was a good match. They hit a... Su- Okada hit all its greatest hits, so... Very good stuff. Um... I would go shade under four for Okada Taiichi. i go four okay. and three quarters for oh, Osprey Saber. Raw was pretty good. Raw
1: actually was good. Raw, Raw, was, Raw was actually good. Not outdated. to say that Raw, New Japan wasn't good. No, but, but Raw, had, Raw had a lot of good stuff to, to really dive into here. The
0: Randy Orton <laughs> stuff was pretty good.
1: Love And I love this. And the crowd played right into it. That's what made this segment really good. It's the fact that, okay, Orton didn't explain anything. Okay, fine. But the fact that the crowd made sure that he couldn't. Hey, I think that was awesome. Every time Orton tried to speak, the crowd was on him. This was like Roman Reigns' peak booing good. How 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 hot the crowd was. No, no,
0: with the Roman Reigns stuff, it was pure apathy. Randy Orton, you want to see this... Edge kicking his ass with Roman yes. Reigns. It's pure apathy.
1: No, not, not not now. But like back back when Roman Reigns was getting booed out of Built Like 2015,
0: from, when we when we were in the building for that shit, when we were. Fed I, would, up. I would
1: actually, I would argue like 2017 when we were when we or 20 the year when he fought Tanker to close WrestleMania. Yeah, that's 2017. Well, remember, remember I remember, met were you, I were met 2015.
0: When I 2015 when he were when he was 2015. He won the Rumble building. I meant yep. 2015 when when we, when, not you, but. Not me.
1: When, uh, I was one of the few that actually wanted, like, wanted Reigns to win. I, I, liked, I wanted to see Reigns Lesnar. But But, it, yeah, but a lot of people were, were, yeah, they booed him heavy. But Orton was booed hard uh, by, the, by the crowd in, out, on Raw. And I thought it really led into the story very well. So I'm, I'm here for this.
0: Uh, not probably, like, I'm not talk about it and move on. Rewrite there was,
1: yeah, Ruby Riott coming back is a good thing. But other than that, yeah, let's not have this. Uh, McIntyre disposed of Mojo Riley fairly quickly. We're keeping we're keeping some some um keeping Drew McIntyre going. That's the whole point of this whole rivalry. So that's the whole point of this. So good job, Drew did his part. Uh, let's see next up. This is a good six man tag. Kevin Owens with Viking Raiders versus Buddy Murphy and AOP. This was a good six man tag. It's unfortunate that Hanson got hurt uh at the start of it or kind of like part of the way through. And then, so he was out of the match, and then Roe got stomped by Rollins. Um, uh, Eric, actually, Eric got got stomped by Rollins on the outside. While, um... Yeah, so that, that was the first elimination. And so Owens was basically 3-on-1 with Seth's crew. Ivar was the one that, got, uh, that ran, that dove directly into the LED board. So he hurt his shoulders. He was out of the game. <laughs> so he took out Buddy Murphy with a pop-up powerbomb, and he got a stunner on a to get him out. But I... but. Razor was a little bit too much. And he was he's the muscle, he's the bigger version of the AOP. Uh, he ended up winning the match with some spy busters. But this was a good match. This is a good six-man tag between the six of them. This is entertaining. Alistair versus uh, versus Eric Young. Alistair doing his part to, to kick people in the face as hard as he possibly can. Uh, Alistair gets it done with Black Mask. I, I want to see Alistair do more stuff with better competition. The Buddy Murphy stuff was great. I don't know why they stopped that. Like, we need to see Alistair with, with, um, doing more stuff with better opponents. This was entertaining. I like this segment a lot. <laughs> so, this was going to be, look at like Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo as, as Angel debuts on Raw. But, and they got into a good fight. This is a quality fight with um, Garza getting the best of it. It looked like he was going to finish off Humberto until Rey Mysterio came out to make the save. Let's into a good one-on-one with Team Mysterio versus Angel Garza. And ultimately, it was Garza, DDT, Ray Mysterio's face into the concrete, similar to how Andrade got it last week. But this is a very good segment. I, I am a, I'm a fan of this. I like how the flow was going here. <clears throat> really, really well done. When, um, when Ray and Andrade get back, I'd love, I love to see a tag match between the four of them. It's highly entertaining.
0: Charlotte talks.
1: Charlotte talks and does nothing, but then Rhea comes out to really make this segment hot. And there's more on this on NXT. So we'll get to NXT in a little bit. But uh, Charlotte doesn't make her move, but Rhea then suggests, "Why not go to? N- Why not fight me for the NXT Women's Championship?" A move that I would be all for. I think that would be very entertaining. I'd, I'd be totally cool with it. But uh, but Charlotte again doesn't make her decision, but Rhea makes things very interesting. Again, more on that when we get to NXT. Asuka versus Natty was highly entertaining. I thought this was a very good match between the two of them. I thought they were really, really good together. Real good chemistry. Real good physicality between the two. Natty, as she showed on Twitter, has uh, got, got a little bit of a bruise. It looked like a shiner uh, above her, her right eye or below her right eye. She got a little bit of a bruise there. But it was a very good match nonetheless. Asuka finally put Natty away with the Asuka lock. But this was highly entertaining. This led to Oscar and Kyrie saying double teaming Natty, and the Beth- and, uh, Becky Lynch making the save. Becky and Oscar are going to run it back. I would imagine for at the um, Elimination Chamber pay per view in Philly, I'd imagine that's when this is going to go down. But this was a very good match. Uh, we close with a triple threat match of Rollins, Lashley, and Ricochet. Winner gets Brock Lesnar at Blood Money Four, aka Super Showdown. Uh, this is a a pretty solid triple threat. And we thought Rollins' crew came out to try to help out uh, Seth and make it basically a layup for him to go face Brock. But uh, they were were fought off by Ivar and Kevin Owens. Uh, They made the save making this a one-on-one. And ultimately, it was Ricochet getting it done and pinning Seth Rollins to win the match. (laughs) Then after this, Brock Lesnar immediately F5 with no hesitation he, he got a 5 and uh, Ricochet got a 5 to close the show. So it's going to be Lesnar vs. Ricochet at Super Showdown, a.k.a. Blood Money. for going to be entertaining. That actually
0: should be very entertaining. <laughs> <Lesnar's>
1: gonna, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Brock Lesnar is going to try to throw him back to North America. I think that's how, that's how far he's going to try to throw him. I mean, he, he, he's going to try to – Oh, Ricochet's going to be – If fight doesn't are, get Ricochet there, Lesnar will. Yeah, really, exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right. Les is gonna throw. Oh man, he's gonna throw him so much. Uh, you want to do AEW? Or you want
0: to do NXT next? Do NXT. Right, I want to so see up. who returned.
1: NXT. Matt NXT was good tonight, and a lot of stuff happened here. So here's how this go down as we get closer to take over Portland uh, coming up. Bruiser waits promised to become NXT Tag Team Champions. This was a good opening segment. A lot of talk in between the Bruiserweights and really efficient O'Reilly uh, setting up their tag match at TakeOver Portland. More on this later on. Angel Garza versus Swerve Scott. This was a pretty good first match. As Garza alone goes and face Swerve. It was Swerve that got pinned at Worlds Collide to lose Garza's NXT Cruiserweight Championship to, to Jordan Devlin. Good match. Good, a good one-on-one. And... Garza would get the pin at, with a wing clipper, but this is highly entertaining from start to finish. And this led to Garza coming after – he's stating he's coming after Devlin. More enjoyed than Devlin later on. Good match, though. Dajakovic versus Killian Day, this match was set up in the PC earlier on in the day. Uh, and this turned into Dajakovic having to beat the bigger Killian Day. And what was a solid match? Not great. Not as good as Damien Priest versus uh, Dajakovic, but a solid match. It was uh, Dajakovic getting it done with the Feast Your Eyes. Keith Lee then came out to the stage, and they made it official on the stage. We're getting – this is my favorite one-on-one combination in WWE right now. Lee Dijakovic four for the, for the North American Championship at TakeOver Portland. We're finally getting a takeover match between Lee and Dijakovic and it's for the North American Championship. I'm here for this. Let's go. What? Balor and Gargano had a really good – Verbal confrontation between the two of them. There was a lot of heat and animosity in, in, the, in the rooms uh, between the two. This is going to be a this is going to be a serious fight and takeover over Portland between the two. I'm I'm here for this. So that that was good. That was a good that was a good segment. Mercedes martina versus Casey Canizaro. This was a solid match. Uh, kind of a what your advertising situation for the two of them. But I think it had big futures in NXT and the women's division. By the way, NXT Women's Division is incredibly strong. I wish a couple of these women would go would go to UK because that division is weak to me. But uh, this the NXT Women's Division in the states is deep and talented with a whole lot of flows and a whole lot of styles. Very good division. Solid match between the two. Nothing special, but solid match. So the first part of the deal. Uh, you undisputed error pretty much throughout the first hour of the show. We're looking for Tommaso Ciampa because Ciampa jumped all three, jumped uh, fish stronger than O'Reilly last week and beat him up with lead pipes. And it basically sealed his match with with, uh, with Cole for TakeOver Portland with a powerbomb through the table. X marks the spot, if you will. More on that later. Uh, we got to. They finally found Ciampa. Well, Ciampa really found them in pretty much the same spot. That he jumped them last week. Chop, Chopper got the drop on Cole, Strong and, uh, Fish, Strong, and O'Reilly in the back, and they fought Cole out of the ring until Undisputed Era came out to subdue him and make this a four on one situation. The Broser weights will come out to make the same, and this led to a full scale, all out fight between the seven of them, and a very good match, to, a very good situation to boot. Regal will make a six man tag. Strong was the one not involved as, as a legal participant in it. But this is a very good uh, brawl between the seven of them at the midway point of the show. Next up, we got Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Breeze. I mentioned Devlin was going to be on the show this week. Devlin versus Breeze was good. Devlin brought the fight to Breeze right away during Breeze's entrance, as he, as he did the, the pose on the ring apron. And Breeze really put up a fight. Breeze put up a very good fight in this match, to be honest. He really did. Breeze, the cruiserweight division, is a good look. I think Tyler Breeze is very solid at the cruiserweight division. And all, and Brees took gave Devlin his best shots, including the supermodel kick and the imprint here. But ultimately, it was the Devlin side, which would take Breeze down for three. But this was a very good showing by Tyler Breeze, And Devlin did his thing, so this was quality stuff. Devlin is awesome. More of Devlin, the better. Let's keep doing this. Now we get to probably, the, and this was, and NXT said I think, their two best segments for last. First with the women. With, uh, with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley And Charlotte coming in Coming back to NXT uh, On full sale Shanka and B- Charlotte and Bianca They had a nice segment They, they had some, some banter, some trash talk against each other Charlotte showed some respect to Bianca uh, And then kind of dissed the both, both her and Rhea uh, In the, the process Of uh, the promo, quality stuff Rhea came out to, 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 to say her piece Charlotte ultimately made no decision but both Rhea and Charlotte, both Rhea and Bianca made their intentions known that the winner of their match absolutely wants Charlotte at WrestleMania. So I like how they're continuing to stir this pot here. But Bianca and Rhea agreed on one thing. They are NXT, as opposed to Charlotte was NXT, as Rhea and Bianca will promptly drop Charlotte on her face. So one would imagine, and I kind of hope this happens, Charlotte may be in Portland, <clears throat> to take care of some business and to get a little bit of revenge on the winner of the title match between Bianca and Rhea, as they immediately turned their attention to each other after they dropped Charlotte on their face. This was good. This was a big, big moment. I, I'm, I'm here for. I'm, I like this. And if Charlotte chooses Rhea, I think it'd be very good. It'd be something really brand new. We haven't seen it. Or if it's Bianca who wins, that would also be really good. Now we get to the main event. Of Undisputed Era versus Ciampa and the Bros Waves. Hard hitting six man tag, physical stuff all the way through. Roddy Strong got involved pretty much from bell to bell, and this turned to a DQ win for Ciampa and the Bros Waves. Eventually, they took out the Chasing the Dragon by Fish and O'Reilly to Riddle, um, and then High Low, actually that was to Dunn, and then High Low to Dunn, uh, to Riddle there. Riddle took the second move. And it was eventually four-on-one, strong hit, end of heartache on Ciampa. And it looked like they were going to finish off Cole the same way that Cole did, a little bit of the same way, as they put a X marks the spot, if you will, on Champa's back. And look looked like Cole was going to finish him off with the last shot. And just when it was about to go down, the lights go out. We get three rings, 2 five twenty. Those three rings morph into one. One with three with the tri meaning only one thing, the return of the Velveteen Dream. Oh, Velveteen, Velveteen makes his return, and Velveteen came in swinging, double axe handle to Roddy, and then he he went one on four against against Undisputed Era and came out on top. Velveteen came out swinging and didn't miss. He he took them all on and handled his business all the way through. But the main target is obviously Roddy Strong as Roddy was the one that took him out in the first place, uh, as, as Velveteen took that injury in the fall. So Velveteen's back with a vengeance. He came in swinging for Roderick Strong. I'm guessing this is going to be obviously TakeOver. This has to be for TakeOver Portland, Velveteen versus Roddy. So Now everyone's got a dance partner, as TakeOver Portland's taking shape. We've got the Kai versus Tegan Nox, in the street fight. I'm imagining it's going to be Velveteen versus Roddy. We're going to get the, uh, the women's championship match, of Bianca versus Rhea Ripley. We got the tag title match of Brosowski versus Fish and O'Reilly. We got Gargano versus Champa, and then the, not Gargano versus Champa. We got Gargano versus Balor, and then we got the main event of Champa versus Cole for the NXT Championship. Takeover poor looks like it's gonna be dope. What happened in AEW?
0: AEW Dynamite. You don't really have it's. You don't really have space on the card to have a seventh match. That's the thing. Well, Champion Jake Hager and Sammy Guevara join drawing commentary for Jake John Moxley versus Ortiz. They have a good little match. Death Rider finishes um, Ortiz. Um, three three and a quarter stars. What Santana attacks, gets laid out by Death Rider. Teases Jericho with the keys to the car to give it to him. He stabs Santana with the he keys. him in the right eye. Right in the right eye. The inner yeah, a, it was checks.
1: a It was a really good promo later on in the evening by Santana.
0: Please. Yes. Yes, there was a really good promo by Santana saying an eye for an eye. Um, they're gonna have a match next week.
1: Mhm.
0: S.C.U. versus Best Friends. More dark order shit <laughs> at the end. Now
1: Daniels didn't come out of the ring for this, apparently. Cassie
0: uh, could red to win, so S.C.U. is still the number one contenders. First match. Dark Order lays out SCU. Orange hits a the ring. They over him a Dark Order match. Orange refuses. And they attack. Daniels makes a save. Refuses to... The Dark Order refuses to attack and leaves. Then we got Britt Baker versus Yuka second We got these promos with MJF. Um, he Used the walk-behinder line from Dusty's famous promos. And... He'll whip Cody into submission before he'll never walk behind her again.
1: I love how MCF did his homework throughout this whole this whole rivalry. That's what I like about this. He absolutely did his homework and well with some of the stuff that he's saying in this.
0: Yuka Sakazaki defeats Britt Baker, but Baker lays her out with the ring bell, kicks the back of her head, knocking out a tooth, locked on a bloody Yuka. And then the Elite. What are you going to say?
1: I was saying Britt Baker has really become the best heel in terms of the women's wrestlers in, in AEW. Yes. She's absolutely become the best. And within three weeks, too. She did it within three weeks. She's become the best heel of the women's wrestlers in AEW. Very impressed.
0: Britt Baker, I mean, the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros defeat the Elite. Um, Double Stomp Package Piledriver Pro... Pile driver combo on to Hangman Page is done. Tony arrives, interviews Kenny Omega. Pac is here being a bastard, saying he left Nakazawa for dead, but he'll go after Riho, who is Omega's supposed girlfriend. And he agrees to the match. He may be a bastard, but he's not beast. but she is. This leads to 9 Rose attacking and powering Riho. Until I am the table and um, now I'll get the title shot next week. And then Kip Sabian, Joey Janela had a um, um, normal match here. But then next week, we have Max versus Santana, Reho versus Nauroes, and Omega and Paige versus SCU for the tag titles. And in two weeks, we have the Tag Team Battle Royal for the title shot. Um, And then Cody versus Wardlow. And in three weeks, we have Kenny versus Pac in an Iron Man match. Mm. But Cody gets his ass whipped.
1: (laughs) And you know what? I love how this segment was played out, too.
0: Yes, I, I do, too.
1: The emotional angle of it, the like MJF becoming the ultra heel in this situation. Now we got an emotional hook and now everybody wants to see Cody destroy him at a at, at the pay per view. We got War Wardlow with the last two shots.
0: Ooh. With the last and then MJF with the last shot across the chest.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, like you saw, like the the Bucks, the Elite came out. The, the, like the Bucks came out. We had uh, let's see who else. Like Brandy Brandy came out. Broke like, kind of uh, broke character with the whole Nightmare Collector stuff. Obviously Brandy being married to Cody. Uh, we had Dustin Rhodes came out. Uh, for part of this, we, we had we had a, a Arn. Cody. Yeah, Arm came out. Arm was the first to come out. And, and then and then it was, all uh, the uh, heels. Yes. Yeah. Now all the now, heels I'm- came out to kind of watch it. Uh, on stage, it, it was it was wild, but Cody took it, and it was I like how it was played up of the whole night where everyone or like Taz talked about it. Like I love how it was played out the whole night. Like, they talked about how um like humiliating this is, and that was the point of this was obviously to humiliate Cody uh for for this whole thing, but Cody took it. Cody took all ten, and now he's one step closer to the battle that he's going to have and have to face. It. Wardlow in the cage in Atlanta, so to defeat, this, this rivalry continues. Super Bowl. It was a good game. Uh, it was it was not a legendary game, not a legendary one, no. But this was a good game, and it was Kyle Shanahan not learning anything from his previous mistakes, uh, with a ten-point lead and a really good run game. And against a team who can't stop the run, you chose to stop the run yourself. You learned nothing from 28 to three. You deserve to lose. Now, I will say, Pat Mahomes had a good game, and he had a great fourth quarter. But to me, it was
0: Damian best- Williams.
1: It was absolutely Damian Williams. Uh, I think it, absolutely that should have been Damian Williams' award. He was the best. I think he was the best chief on the night. Mahomes had an excellent quarter. Don't get me wrong, but Damian Williams absolutely, to me, was Super Bowl MVP. Three touchdowns, including, one, including the game winner and the one that iced it. Damian Williams was really, really good. I don't see the signature plays that Tyreek Hill bomb. but honestly, Damian Williams was the best player for the Chiefs. I think he should have been MVP. So, Kansas City wins their first title in 50 years. Andy gets, gets finally gets a ring. Pat Mahomes becomes the second youngest QB to get one, Ben Ropplesberger being the youngest. And the Chiefs had their parade earlier today. Uh, in Kansas City, Travis Kelsey had a good speech. Not Jason Kelsey, legendary, but it was good. They're claiming they got a million people at the Kansas City Chiefs parade. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not, but apparently they're claiming a million. And somebody got somebody decided to drive on the parade route, and they had a squad like like half the Kansas City Police Department stopped him. <laughs> <And, laughs> Oh you, oh, you didn't see this video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true story. It's on okay, there's one or two videos on Twitter uh, that made the rounds in Kansas City during the parade. So that's the first one. Uh, there was a, a dude. Somebody tried to uh, drive, literally drove on the parade route, right? And like had the, had the Kansas City Police Department stop them. Several of them crashing into the car, and they all came out with, with a gun drawn. high Huh? No, it wasn't even high speed. It was just the fact that he was on the parade route, and uh, like all the streets should have been blocked should have been blocked off, and the dude was on the parade route. He shouldn't have been. It wasn't even high speed. It was just the fact that he was the wrong. He just decided to be stupid and-, and drive on the parade route. The oh, second one being some somebody a Chiefs fan was uh, was in one of the trees trying to get a better view of the parade, and his pants are down. so the, so the full moon is out, right? The oh moon- God. No, 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 no. <laughs> kid you not. Kid you not. Kid you, kid you not? It's on Twitter. Bar- Barstool caught it on Twitter, too. Kid you not. Full moon is out. And instead, like, he, he's, he's on the tree. And then all of a sudden, like, he, he's trying to get to a higher branch. And instead, he falls probably a good <laughs> 20, 30 feet, out of I, the I thought,
0: feet. I thought it would the have been pen- a lot worse. The I pants are still there. No, it, it, had, it, no it,
1: it had to be bad. He landed on somebody. He had to I, land
0: I on. Th- I thought he would have started pooping.
1: <laughs> no, dude landed back first. He had to land on somebody. Somebody got the moon in broad day. That's not good. <laughs>
0: That's
1: still pretty
0: no, bad. No, Mike, Mike, I thought he would have started pooping on the on the people.
1: Oh, that that that, that actually would have been very bad. Yes, that that would been pretty bad. That would have been pretty bad. But landing on landing on somebody with, with the cheeks out—that's that's that's, that's that's pretty awful. But yeah, so that's, that's some of the highlights of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, parade t- uh, today. Then then the bomb show that happened last night with the Mookie Betts trade. Yes, the as Mookie the LA, Betts. As the LA Dodgers are determined to win the World Series for the first time since 1988. They are determined to uh, try to win the title. So, as it turns out, they uh, Mookie Betts, and this is actually a trade for the Dodgers that wasn't all that terrible. And part of this was because of David Price. <clears throat> part of this was because of the David Price deal. Uh, David Price making is making a massive contract, and that's honestly why I think this deal was was done, and why they didn't really trade. Uh, too much here because they they they're, they're, they're playing a bunch of that deal. So Mookie Betts gets traded to. It's a three-team trade between the the uh, the Twins, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers. Right. The gist of it is that Betts goes to LA. Him and Cody Bellinger basically become a dynamic duo of destruction uh, for for baseballs everywhere. <coughs> Kids in Miami will be going to Minnesota. So that that's a really good part of the deal. And Boston will get a little bit, you know, get a couple prospects, one from each team. So Boston's like the nice going to be nice going forward. So it's actually a pretty respectable trade for Boston as they get a little bit some prospects and uh, much needed cap relief. Also, David Price going to LA. <coughs> Boston's saving money. Uh, David Price and Mookie Betts going to LA, and then Kenta Maeda going to Minnesota. Maeda's going to help out the Minnesota rotation, who, who needed some help. So... It's actually a good move for I think all three teams had a, a pretty good move here uh, in this deal. Obviously, LA won the deal, and Boston will finish third in the deal, but it was a good deal for all three teams. And Minnesota got some multi-day pitching. <clears throat> the, the Dodgers got your lineup of seven All-Stars and two second-year guys who are really good prospects. And the, the Twins get some pitching. And Boston gets some get some youth and saves some money as they are dangerously close to the luxury tax. And we're going to probably finish third in the AL East anyway with the, the, the Racing Yankees. Then the Dodgers flip uh Jack Peterson, outfield, Jack Peterson to their outfit was super crowded. They flip Jack Peterson to their neighbors the Angels. So now the Angels outfield on the side. have a good outfit all of a sudden without being Trout and Peterson in it. So now the Angels making some moves, which is nice. So that's really baseball. Plus the Chris Bryant watch. He's pretty much the next guy on, on watch now. As the Phillies are interested in Chris Bryant, and pretty much every media person is clamoring for the Phillies to make it hot and get Chris Bryant. <clears throat> the real question is going to be how much the price is to get him.
0: Probably going to be astronomical.
1: Um, considering he's got two years of control left, it probably is going to cost you a pretty penny. Although he's 28 is one of the best basemen in the game, so it should cost you a penny, uh, a pretty penny here. And I think it'll cost you Ali Baum and it'll probably cost you a couple other dudes to, um, to make this deal hot, but I think' it's that's the price I think it takes. You know, Chris Bryant being a guy who's a franchise caliber player, I think it's a move you probably have to make. So we'll see if it actually happens, but that's probably the move that's gonna ha- it's gonna have to go down uh, in this situation. Then we got a four-team deal in the NBA So Should we
0: start talking about the New York Knicks and Steve Mills first?
1: Oh, Steve. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steve, Steve Mills getting fired. And, and he, everybody st-
0: and he started, started getting Masai Jerry. Do you think Masai Jerry's is going to go to <laughs> the New York
1: Knicks? Nah. Nah. Why? Why would he leave? He just won a title in Toronto. Why would he leave? He's got a really good situation where he's a won a title and B is on a Toronto team. The the Milwaukee's the best team in the league. Toronto is still a contender. Why would he leave? Why would that. he leave the top of Mount Everest to go to the bottom of the Grand Canyon? That makes zero sense to me. I think he will stay right where he is, and I think he should stay right where he is. It makes zero sense for him to leave. I, I say he goes nowhere. So we had a four team deal last night as well. Uh, in in the NBA. And the risk of the Rockets... The Rockets are running a tremendous risk in this situation. So 14... What's up? Rockets got Rocco. Yeah, so the 14 deal... So between Houston, Denver, Atlanta... Atlanta made another deal while this show's been going on. So I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. The Rockets... Yeah, they, they, they get Robert Covington, and Quinn Capella gets flipped to Atlanta. That's a good—the Hawks. I, I, I like the Hawks going forward. I really do. Like This year was chalked when John Collins got suspended, but Atlanta next year, they could be real nice next year. This is a 14-12 player deal. Um, Denver, and for their part of the deal, they got Shabazz Napier— Cantabase Diop, who's a respectable center. I think he would be a good backup to Jokic. Or he's gonna, he could start with Jokic, even. Noel Vonley and the injured guard, Gerald Green. Atlanta gets Houston center, Nene Hilario. So Houston trades both their centers. Um, Minnesota gets Evan Turner in the deal as well and Jared Vanderbilt. And then Timberwolves will also get Clint Capella. Uh, no, not, not Clint Capella. He goes to Atlanta. And uh, Minnesota will get some – there's, I believe, some picks involved here. As well, so oh, that's really pick. right. So Houston gets cap space, which they and they needed to get some cap space. Uh, the Rockets keep the flexibility at 12 million in cap, allows them to expand the trades uh, between now and Thursday 3 p.m. trade deadline. Houston can add a player who helps now, who takes a player, take on a player for assets, and they use those to further upgrade the team. Um, this is obviously... In, a lot of people thought that D'Angelo Russell could possibly be uh be traded and Andrew Wiggins be involved in the pick, uh, to go to Golden State, but uh they haven't reached the agree- group. they didn't reach the agreement on the deal, so even with D'Angelo Russell clapping on, on even with the, the John Morant and Seth Curry stuff on Twitter it was it's been quite a thing. But yeah, but this has been it's been a, a quite a weird thing. Uh stuff a lot of stuff went down there with, with those trades. Meanwhile, Earlier tonight, Andre Iguodala, who did not play for a while, and this was part of the this is centered around the, uh, the the Twitter battle between John Morant and Steph Curry with some with some Twitter stuff. Iguodala was part of this. Iggy finally he refused to play for Memphis, and Iggy finally gets his wish to get out, so he goes to the Heat, and he's agreed to the trade. He agreed to a two-year, thirty million dollar deal. Justice Winslow's part of the deal going back to Minnesota going back to Memphis. And let's see here. In addition, Miami, Memphis, and OKC Thunder are working on a elaborate three team deal that would land the heat, both Iggy and Danilo Gallinari. Ooh, wow, that's a good trade. Jeez, that's a really good trade for Miami. Danilo Gallinari is um is, is a respectable shooter. If healthy, that could be good. He could he could be targeting th- th- him. And they were targeting Rocco too, from what I understood, and yeah. they made moves. The, the Heat, the Heat made it hot. Good moves, good moves, Miami.
0: They're gonna get nothing.
1: They're gonna get they're shut, gonna shut out, out, and they need
0: Rose. And they needed
1: to not get, get shut out. Rose's,
0: I'm fucking Rose
1: fucking Rose just got hurt actually, so he won't be in the skills thing. But yeah, trading for Derrick Rose would actually not be a terrible decision. Making any sort of respectable move would not be a terrible decision. And five for the Sixers. You can't get destroyed by Miami and look that bad against the Heat and not do something. And they're gonna they're gonna go into a bus. Don't no respect
0: the coach though. That's the problem. No, no.
1: I think they tune him up. I absolutely think they tune up Brett Brown. I think the problem is they can't fire him. They can't fire him yet. They can fire him after the season, but they can't fire him now. Their hands are tied. Their hands are tied until this season effectively ends. Until the season ends. At which point, sucks. this season they had to do what they may, and then after which, you can do away with Brett Brown. I think they have to. Meanwhile, there was another deal that happened here. This happened earlier, maybe an hour, an hour and change ago. Atlanta then gets Dwayne. The Kings are going to trade Dwayne Dedman to Atlanta for forward Jabari Parker and Alex Lynn. So Atlanta and making some, some other moves. The Kings are also sending Atlanta a 2020 and 2021 second round pick in the deal. So Atlanta's beefing up their front line. Atlanta, for the Hawks, to me, this is not about this year. I think this is about next year. Atlanta's going to build a squad for next year and really make it hot. They're out of it this year. But Atlanta's going to really be hot next year. Yeah. So the Hawks are going to be a real team next year, I think. And so I am I like this. Trey Young, John Collins. You got Clint Capella now. Devin's going to be a backup center. Uh, Atlanta's going to look like they're going to – Atlanta's gonna be a real team. I, I like what the Hawks are doing. I really like what Atlanta has. What? <laughs> Twitter.com says Beast where you'll find me. Yes, I'm going to watch the XFL. Um, the Washington fan base is kind of recruited. It's, I kind of like shouted out, like, like where should I put my like rooting interest for the XFL? And apparently, the Washington team, the Washington uh DC defend, the Defenders, their fan base actually reached out to me. Kind of uh, suggesting I should come aboard. So I'm up on it. There's a couple. There's a couple dudes I like on the team. to Tompkins is on the team. I do have to cheer for Cardinal Jones, the former Buckeye. I don't know about that, <clears throat> but it's a thing. And uh, yeah, they just, they just put. Well, just put out on the uh, during the Heat Clippers game about the Gallinari part of the deal. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm watching XFL this weekend. I'm, I think I'm gonna cheer for DC. We'll give DC a shot. Twitter.com slash beastmakes, where you're going to find me. I'm going to tweet about all these things and various stuff that's happening in the world of sports.
0: Twitter.com slash kooks and GITRWrestle. Is where you can find me? Yeah, I'll be covering the car show. Okay. I'll, I'll be covering the car show this weekend. The Philadelphia Auto Show.
1: Hmm.
0: I got
1: also, a press pass. Oh, oh, you got a press pass. Nice. All right. Yep. Also, We're doing those
0: connections.
1: Mm. Also, good win for Penn State last night. As Penn State beat Michigan State, and it's got the it's got the campus buzzing uh, in State College. It, it's it's a statement win and a signature win for Pat Chambers and his crew. As they went to East Lansing and, and beat and beat Michigan State, and, and a shocking uh, resignation from Mark D'Antonio that preceded this. So what a, a horrible day for Spartans everywhere, as the best coach in their history in basketball and in football take L's. Yeah, D'Antonio with the pro- and, and publicly because it's, it's it looks a questionable resignation, and then Enzo and his crew losing to the to the uh, Penn State at home, as Cassius Winston missed a critical free throw, which would have tied the game late, and then Penn State was able to seal it with free throws to close the deal. But yeah, this is that's a bad day to be a Spartan yesterday.
0: Bad day to be a Spartan. For Beast Mike, this is DJ D. Cooks signing off.